0: You're listening to Brigade Radio 1.
1: Welcome to the Antisocial Show. Hello, everybody. Kind of a different show this week. Andrew's not with us, but we'll be back next week in Episode 42, as you may have noticed when you clicked on this, it is uh, episode 41.5. This is an interview with comedian Josh Barnes, local to the Humboldt County area. As you may have heard in the last episode, my wife Laura Saner started doing stand-up at a place called Northtown Coffee in Arcata on its open mic night on Sundays, and that show is hosted by Josh Barnes. I want to say a thank you to Josh for doing the show up front here. I'm going to be attempting to incorporate more interviews into the show, uh, if you have anything you'd like to say about that, you can email me at s a n e r at gmail.com. That's tysonsaner at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter, at R E 2 3 You can reach out to Hunter at zombiebacterium, that's Z o m b i e. B A C T R I U M. And you can reach out to Josh on Twitter under J Barnes is Mental, which is the letter J, the letter B A-R-N-E-S-I-S M-E-N-T-A-L And thank you for listening. Be decent to each
0: other. Absolutely. They're coming, coming, coming to get you.
1: I'm Tyson Sainer, and my guest today is comedian, musician, father, podcaster, uh, a few other things. Joshua Barnes, also known as Josh Barnes, is mental or a mental?
0: I, I like. I forgot about all those things. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, that's right. I forgot. Cool.
1: <laughs> so, uh, when did you start doing comedy?
0: Oh man, I started doing comedy three years ago uh, in December. crazy crazy thing is uh, you mentioned like I used to do music I used to do music before that yes and like it was like a good I'd say like it was like a solid seven years of like people who would come in and out of my life like friends who would try to talk me into doing comedy and I would always uh, I'd always tell them no I'm like no man I'm not doing comedy I I don't think I'm funny I do uh, I'm you know I like music and they were like no man you should do comedy and it was just it was like seven years of grading oh, that's and, fantastic like, me finally caving in like p- putting myself in the corner of not being able to go like get out of that uh that got me in the county three years ago
1: that's really that's very cool so yes you used to be, be a musician uh does that mean you are not anymore or you're just not practicing uh musician at the moment <laughs>
0: uh I mean like I still make music i still I still like make rap songs and stuff, but it's mostly I'm mostly uh, in the comedy now. Uh I I thoroughly enjoy making rock music, but everything that I was looking for uh in doing music, I found in doing comedy. So, it's very cool.
1: I was actually just listening to a track of yours uh from 6 years ago. It looks like on your SoundCloud here uh called Out oh, of This geez. World.
0: <laughs> Wh- which one?
1: I'm sorry, it's called Out of This World?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one, uh, that was probably one of my best songs. It was, like, I had a really, really good song before that, uh, but I found out that the guy who uh, sold me the beat stole him. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, so, like, uh, this was probably, like, the best song that I did that was legally mine. Nice. Like, that one.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good song. It's a nice track. It it's, has a, it's, um, it's, it's chill, and yet, it's also kind of, like, uh, it's got this sort of uh, brooding nature to it that I really enjoy. It's, uh, do you know what I mean, though? It kind of creeps along.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I you know, I used to, like, uh, it wasn't like I got older that I actually got into, like, more of the, uh, like, slower, slower, smoother type things. And, like, I loved, uh, I had a friend who made that beat for me, and he, so the second he gave it to me, I was like, yeah, I'm buying it. Like, I'm buying it. I'm buying it off you. You know, you don't, even, you don't even have to say anything else. It's, it's, it's gone. Yeah, so, it is a great, uh, a great beat. Yeah, thanks, man. So,
1: so do you, uh, it's a good rap over obviously. Do you normally, do you ever make your own beats, I guess, is the question I'm curious about.
0: Uh, I have, I have, but, like, uh, I think I've thought about getting back into it recently. Um, I made them before a few times. I was mostly into doing the music, like, doing the writing uh, than I was of uh, making a beat mm-hmm. so uh, I usually bought my beats or just like download them somewhere if they're for uh, like for my friends and stuff
1: very cool do you, um, who, uh, do you remember being say your first uh, either comedian or musician uh, that you were influenced by or that you uh, really got oh, into maybe. maybe maybe not influenced but I mean it's all everything has a certain amount of influence you know what I mean?
0: My first, out well, okay, musician mm-hmm. uh, I mean this is Michael Jackson. Oh nice, yeah. I grew up on Michael Jackson, loved Michael Jackson. Uh one of my favorite memories is uh I think I had just turned I was five, my sister was uh about to be born and I had to stay at my aunt's house while uh my mom was in the hospital and while she was in the hospital with my dad, uh my aunt bought me that movie. And I watched the VHS all night long until I had to leave. Like, I mean, I just kept watching it on repeat. The VHS of Thriller? Over and over again.
1: Did you say? Yeah. Which Which I'm, one? The, uh, the one with the making of tacked on the end of it?
0: Uh, the one with Michael Jackson Moonwalker?
1: Oh, Moonwalker, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I had Moonwalker. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I was trying to. Yeah. I, I lost the. Um, <laughs> I lost the part where you said what which one it was. I was with you, and I'm like, oh, I can't figure out which which out which uh which video I'm hearing. I'm thinking VHS. I'm like, oh, you know, I remember the Thriller VHS. They had like, you know, it had like the 14 minute video, and then it had like another 45 minutes of you know uh, makeup and Rick Baker, and that's what got me in, interested in makeup. So I wasn't sure, but yeah, Moonwalker is something else too. That was a uh, there's a lot of great stuff in there.
0: It's a Stop. It's wild. It's crazy how many people like either forget about that movie or have never even heard of it.
1: I mean, it's got the longest version of "Smooth Criminal," which is uh, awesome. It's got uh, you know Joe Pesci as Mr. Big. It's uh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have that VHS. I think
1: uh, I think Sean Lennon is in that uh, as a young uh, young kid. He's he's a musician now. Uh, you know, Yoko and uh, John's uh, son. Holy crap. Yeah, it's got. I mean, there's this whole you know the, the claymation sequence. There's it's a bunch of just well. There's the one thing you could count on with Michael Jackson was production value. I mean, you'd you'd see just you know he's pushing pushing the envelope as far as what he would put into videos to try and make videos of. It always seemed that he was pushing you know a little further, kind of like uh, kind of like Disney sort of known to do.
0: Yeah, or, I, or I love I I like I absolutely love how much work he put into, like, every, like, every little detail in his, like, music video, like, you know, like, it was, it was so intense. I will watch these things, study them, like, I mean, like, I, I, I didn't stop listening to Michael Jackson until I think he did that song about, with the video that he had, like, Chris Tucker in, and even then I was still, like, kind of listening to him. Oh,
1: I'm not sure I, I, I know which one that is. Is that the one with the ghosts, or, um, which one?
0: I think, I think it's, I think it was before the gun. I think it was. Uh, it was you rock my world. Oh yeah, that's that's it was actually like one he I mean, tried I mean, to I mean, redo yeah. smooth criminal kind Oh really? <laughs> yeah,
1: I love that. So far, he was in like smooth. a
0: Mexican bar and like Chris Tucker was with him.
1: That's and, interesting.
0: Uh, it was sad.
1: Was he uh, was he being typical Chris Tucker or was he going in a different direction? Yeah.
0: Oh no. Yeah, he was. That was this was a rush hour. This is around Rush
1: Hour. Time. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, totally. The first Rush Hour. Oh, that was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, liked,
0: I liked, like, the first two. I think the third one where I was like, all right, guys, I think we get it. I, I don't remember the yeah, third one at all. Don't. Don't oh. remember them.
1: <laughs> I mean, now, I, I'm, now I'm curious because it's like, uh, I feel like I should know what, uh, I don't know, I, I tend to watch, uh, well, the way I watch movies is like, I'll, I'll share them with friends on uh uh, uh, uh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Occasionally? Often. Often is the word. Yeah. I share them with friends often. So what'll happen is I'll see a movie, and my, usually by myself, and I'll be like, oh, this is this is great. I wonder if so-and-so would like it. So then I'll end up watching it a second time. So they get, they'll get to see it for their first time, but and then they, they may or may not like it, but then I now see this film on other levels because the first time, you're just sort of, for me, I'm just experiencing it as... As a, as a you know one solid experience but then the second time I'm noticing things I might not have picked up on the first time depending on what the film is you know yeah, yeah. and that's uh, you know I enjoy that experience so you, I could end up seeing bonkers movies like five times and people are like why did you see this five times it's like I don't know I had five friends <laughs> you know it could have been three times but their schedules are off I don't know it's you know it's, yeah, yeah. not everybody's into seeing
0: yeah, you, I, Dr. Calgary or whatever you know I used to do that with the, uh, what me and Trevor used to go to the movies. We we would have these things we call mandates. Nice. We would uh we'd meet up on a Saturday and go watch whatever uh, action movie we wanted to see that his girlfriend didn't want to see. So like we we'd go see all like the Marvel movies, and then I'd see him with him mm-hmm. and say like I go out with another friend or like go out on a date, and I'd see that movie with that person, and then be like oh man like you know, and then I don't want to if somebody brings that same movie up and it's a decent movie, I'll go watch the same movie again. Like it's, it's, it's funny. And like, and it was just like you said, like each time you're just like, man, I didn't even, I didn't even notice that last time right. sorry. sorry i'm not am i allowed to curse i'm
1: sorry oh yeah absolutely i mean yeah i can um, okay. i don't know if uh, <laughs> you may not have you may not have there's no reason why you should have heard any of my podcasts. but i uh, uh on the anti-social show i've just recently started bleeping so i'm kind of already in the mindset of you know oh yeah i'll just you know i'll just take care of that later and it's it's only just right. to uh, appeal to a wider audience um and I don't mind. I don't mind the cursing; like it doesn't offend me. So yeah, Get loose with it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. If you like, sure. I was like, Man. But I appreciate it, though. I appreciate your asking. So let's see, movies and whatnot. Oh, you know. Okay, so <laughs> I was thinking about Lenny Bruce recently,
0: because
1: mm. I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, are you Are you familiar with Lenny Bruce? Yeah.
0: Okay. I am. Uh, you, you know, this is funny. It's funny. It's funny. Well, I'll wait until you finish this first. Go ahead, and I well, know who Lenny Bruce is. Oh
1: no, I'm. I mean, I'm actually much more interested in what you have to say about it because I can always get back to my thing. It's cool.
0: All right. So uh, this is a funny thing. So for me, I'm just now realizing where my comedy influences really come from. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and so what uh, I was. Uh, it, it didn't start until I was watching a uh, Jam twenty five. Hmm. Uh, the did you watch Def Jam 25 at all?
1: No, it doesn't. I had not seen that one.
0: All right, it's on Netflix, and it's basically it's been 25. It's like the 25th anniversary of Def Jam Comedy. Oh, nice. And uh, I, what was crazy is there was a there was a chunk in time uh, where I just kind of lost track of comedy, mm-hmm. uh, and it was I joined the military in like 2001. Oh, And, you know, like, when I did that, you know, cable wasn't really a prominent thing. Like, you uh, you know, you wouldn't be able just to go and watch all these things on TV. And uh, when I finally got back around in the comedy, you know, it was like uh, I was, you know, watching, like, Dave Chappelle and stuff like that. But I missed
1: oh, yeah. a
0: gigantic chunk. huh?
1: I said, oh, yeah, Dave Chappelle. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I missed it. What happened? I missed a giant chunk of where my comedy influence came from, and I didn't remember any of it until I started watching Death Comedy Jam Twenty Five. Now I tell you that because uh, I, I'm not from here. I you know I don't live in Humble. Uh, I'm from the East Coast uh, originally, from DC, and I lived in Charlotte before I. Eventually ended up out here,
1: uh-huh.
0: and uh, in in that time period, in that time period, I went from this is going to say I don't I don't know how this is going to sound. I went from being surrounded by millions of black people mm-hmm. to eventually being in Humboldt County where it feels like you can count the black people, <laughs> and uh, and so when I came over here. To California, I started to get back into comedy, but I had the only influence that when people would say, "Hey, where'd you, you know, like you, you heard of this comic? You heard of that comic?" and I'd be like, "No, I have no idea who I heard Like, I, I don't know who this person is." And uh, and sometimes it was just it was, I was bad with faces. You know, I had I had none of the back history. You know, like I could talk to you about music and talk to you about some back history. Mm-hmm. You know, music, but when it came to comedy, I had no back history. All I knew was I liked Dave Chappelle and I, you know, like I, I know a lot of like random comics that I've seen on TV that I like. And uh, I sat down with Evan one day and he po- he popped on this video and it was just all of these old comics that I had heard of or like barely seen. And I could see where all of their influences came from, yeah. you know, like I could see the hints up here of people that you know, like that had kind of influenced Evan and influenced, uh, influenced like Matt and, you know, and other comics. And I was like, man, and they, you know, they talked about Lenny Bruce, which was a name I had heard before, but I didn't really know the impact that he had, you know, as far as back that I had made it was Richard Pryor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, and that's how I learned about Lenny Bruce, but watching the deaf comedy jam thing, uh, was eye-opening for me because it reminded me of all of the comics that had influenced the comic that I became today.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, and so it was like really, and that's why it was weird because now when people bring up people like Lenny Bruce, it triggers that moment for me with the Death Comedy Jam thing, which was like a week later after, you know, sitting down with Evan and watching uh, the, the documentary that he showed me about comedy. Nice, and uh, so it triggers. It triggers. It's like a trigger thing. It It actually reminds me of like, oh man, like you know, you have, you know, you have your influences too. Thank you. Anyway, I just wanted to say that it reminded me of that, and that's how I know who Lenny Bruce is. Oh, I hear and that's you. I hear the you. Bigger meaning for me.
1: That's very cool. That's uh, you know, it's funny. Speaking of triggering, you when know, you were talking earlier about um, being a musician and then people saying, you know, you're telling you funny and trying to get you into comedy or get you up on the stage and whatnot I, it is actually uh, Richard Pryor tells a story I think to Johnny Carson uh, There was something kind of similar <laughs> whereas because uh, apparently Richard Pryor could play the piano a bit I don't know how much but he could um, yeah when he was really young and so and I don't know you might have heard this story but I think I think he, uh, Carson asked him about it and there's something like, so you know I used to you know, play and I would on the piano and my funny Valentine and somebody's like you know you should tell jokes
0: <laughs> so yeah, you know, and my mom has been like way much on board with me being a comic than she was with me being a rapper. So it's like it's, it's, I could I could see it. Like at first, I was like, why does everybody like everybody's like, man, you're good at rapping, but you should just really try something else. It was <laughs> so like, why? Is everybody for my dreams.
1: Also, why couldn't why why do they have to be mutually exclusive? Or or why can't uh, why couldn't you do both?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, for me, I was like, I don't. I didn't see the impact of comedy, right? Right. Or, or the, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. If I know, if I knew what I know now about comedy, oh, I would have. I would have done comedy a long time ago. Long, long time ago.
1: Interesting. So that's, yeah, uh,
0: it's it's more. Uh, this feels more natural for me. I had to learn how. Okay, this sounds bad. I had to learn how to rap. Uh, I had to learn how to freestyle. It took me a long time to learn how to write a song. Mm-hmm. And then when I did comedy, comedy felt way more natural.
1: It's interesting. It's interesting. Well, yeah,
0: And, and it was, you know, like and it was, I was like, man, is this what I have been? It was a feeling that I had been searching for, huh. you know, with the ability to stay. And it's, to me, it's still, it's still kind of like doing the same thing. So that's why I just don't have to rhyme anymore. So
1: that's, that's interesting, because I had been, I you know, I know a lot of people say, quote, I've been thinking of getting into stand-up comedy, unquote, uh, but... It is true, and I've had I have had experience on stage in other capacity. But I understand that stand up comedy is very different. I mean, well, in the sense, I mean, mm-hmm. it's interesting because you're telling me that basically, when you were learning these other things, you were essentially laying the groundwork for being on stage and then eventually being you know being comfortable on stage and talking to people, and then you know that kind of you were exercising those muscles and applied them to comedy, basically more or less is what it sounds like.
0: Um, yeah, and. And I didn't... You know what? I didn't realize that until somebody somebody else told me that. So I was like, you know, it, it makes sense. Because they were like, did you do theater? Did you do... Like, what did you do? Did you do anything before this? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did. Like, I, I made rap songs. I did. Like, I would perform rap. And they were like, oh, okay. Well, that explains how you know how to have stage presence and, like, do stuff like that. Which I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. You know, like, that kind of thing. Like, because... Comedy, comedy sounded so terrifying. Every time I hear it, I would hear somebody sell, tell me to try to do comedy. It sounded terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. It's the scariest thing that I could do on stage. Uh, I would rather go on stage. I even signed up for an improv class. Oh, nice, huh? I did improv. So and did I? Like, And I was just terrified of doing comedy. Like you know, And I, I had never been more aware of my entire body than when I did comedy for the first time. And uh, my friends would say, so, you know, it's cool. And i say, you don't get it, man. If somebody tells you, and I say this now, somebody tells you you got five minutes uh, to go up and do a song, Mm -hmm. that's a a song, that's maybe two songs. But if you mess up in that song, you just keep going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like five minutes... In 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 music, never stops. It just keeps going, and and I, I mean, like I've seen it, I've done it. I'm sure you've seen it at at uh, at Sunday service. Sometimes five minutes is like ten to twenty when you're on stage and you're not getting a reaction. Like and you fuck up, you know. Like in music, you mess up, and you just keep going, but in comedy you mess up and it's like man where do I go from here and that was the thought that I always had that was terrifying to me oh. and it was like the big 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 key in me not doing comedy until eventually I tried it and loved it
1: well it's a yeah I'd say that's a pretty common uh, common fear of the experience that in you know uh, spontaneous projectile vomiting or um, yeah or, yeah. or, or perhaps rather <laughs> rather, or yeah, yeah or, or, or the kind of diarrhea that just lifts you off the stage a rocket dive. Uh, yeah. Instead of the hook coming out of the side, it's anyway. Not to take it there, but um,
0: uh, I'm sorry, Lenny Bruce. You're saying Lenny Bruce?
1: Oh no, it's okay. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, well, it's just the thing. I was trying to figure out a way between there's um, there's sort of these bits I'm working on. I don't necessarily want to run yeah. a bit on you, but it does involve uh, talking a little bit about Lenny Bruce, but not not in the sense of like an educational way. But uh, I think it's safe to assume that. I guess it's never safe to assume what the audience is going to know and what they're not going to know so I just answered my own question sorry <laughs> uh, yeah See. Yeah. isn't that funny how the it's, brain works or it doesn't sorry go ahead
0: it's it's one those are one of the weirdest things that have happened is when you're like I assume most people are going to understand this and you get on stage or you get in front of somebody and you go to say it and they just go what are you talking about what are you talking about yeah. I did a show in uh, Eugene, in Eugene once. And I was like, you guys know who Michael Jackson is, right? Mm-mm. And nobody what? knew who I was talking about. Oh, my God. That's that's frightening. And I was, I never felt so sad before. And that was one of those moments that I just talked about where I'd say, you can get on stage. And that bit was, that at the time when I was doing that bit, that bit was probably like a, a three-minute bit yeah you know that i was still working out the king phone and uh and like and i was like i have to go through with it you know now because i've already thrown it out there you know i didn't understand how to turn back around mm-hmm. and uh you know like go somewhere else and so i just did this whole bit and it was so awkward because i could tell people were laughing but they were more laughing at the action than knowing who michael jackson was
1: wow, that's interesting that is, I mean, uh, so you I guess you'll never try and tell those jokes at that nursery school again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, where are we at? Like, what? how uh, old are you guys? Exactly. I
1: mean, seriously. Uh, he It wasn't that, I mean, what? He died, oh God, I don't know. It Has not has it even been 10 years? I don't think it's been 10 years yet. And he was, what, 50 when he died? Like, ding, 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 yeah, 50? Yeah, uh, he was pretty young. So. Wow. So, I mean, this is, yeah, well, anyway, I guess it's, I mean, this music's still around, but I guess there aren't any new videos. That's, that's, uh, that seems kind of like the ultimate destiny for all of us, though, doesn't it? It's just, uh, if you're remembered, you're remembered, you're remembered, you're forgotten.
0: Yeah, yes. pretty much. Because somebody remembers you again, and then they want to talk about it. Yeah, which can be fun. I suppose yeah. I've heard.
1: Um so you were saying you did some you you did some improv uh, comedy classes. I actually did uh, I did some theater sports myself uh, when I was I started doing improv when I was 19. <sighs> and <laughs> it was a while ago. And um after that karaoke. So um, karaoke. Yeah, I love karaoke. I well I like I like to sing. So that's the thing. So there's singing. And then there's doing improv, and both of those involve that being on stage energy. But I still get it. There's a fundamental difference between all of those things and actually doing stand-up. However, I do feel now a little more like I'm I'm exercising some muscles that may come in handy if I could just figure out what I'd
0: like to talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, man! You know what it is. You just have to you have to just get out there and do it. I mean you're like uh you don't i didn't i still i'm still not sure what my voice is as far as like where I'm going mm-hmm. uh I have an idea, but like uh i mean you you don't know until you get out there and just do it like i like i said, I was super nervous, even just going to that class and and uh and I was super nervous about comedy then. And then, like, once I started, like, being, like, you know, like, just convincing myself that, like, oh, you know what, it's not that bad. Like, you know, it's, it's not. And then I finally did, like, the first, my first show. It was like, oh, man, like, this is a great feeling. Like, you'll know the second you get on stage. And if you're somebody who's done, like, who's mm-hmm. been on stage before and kind of likes that energy, you're going to love it, dude. Mm-hmm. You just get out there and try it. It's going to be great. I suppose I could always
1: burst out into song if uh, if everything fails. And you and
0: you know what what else? I mean, you've seen Stephanie; she does music. Oh yeah, yeah, her stuff is great.
1: <laughs> it's next level.
0: There is a, a there is a there is a guy in Eugene who plays the ukulele. Oh. There used to be a guy down here who played the ukulele on occasion. Um, music uh, is a very very small niche that I think most people haven't tapped onto in comedy hmm. uh, as far as like doing like stand-up so if you do feel comfortable doing songs kind of I would say go for it what? if you feel like you can incorporate a song in there somewhere yeah. go for it I don't know if you've seen Jeff Ward or not but he plays the guitar Ooh. and he has a bunch of songs that he makes up
1: I uh let's see yeah that was uh it's interesting that there's a now that you mentioned that there's a A Bobby McFerrin bit I've been thinking about. Um, Go for it. Pardon me. Are you familiar with with Bobby McFerrin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, well, let's see. There's a, I should point out for the audience also earlier, uh, Stephanie Knowles, I believe, was the person that uh, Josh was speaking of, a comedian that I've seen on stage at the Northtown Coffee, uh, I think probably four out of the seven weeks that I've been, uh, been there. Um, yeah, yeah she usually there. she'll probably be at the gym the night too. Oh, okay, cool. She's usually there. Um, so, as, was she there when you started doing comedy, or did she come along later?
0: Yeah. Um, when I started doing comedy up here, uh, I don't think I think she I think she had either just started or was uh, wasn't around at the time. Because I, I want to say I don't remember when I when I first got here. There was a batch of us that started around the same time. Uh, Myself, Jessica Grant, Mm -hmm. uh, Trevor Lockwood, James, Stephen, also Couture, who left, Mm -hmm. and uh, Jeff Ward. And uh, we were kind of like the new guys. Oh, and Evan Vest, too. Evan Vest came, I think, like a little bit after all of us had just started doing comedy up here, like regularly. And I want to say Stephanie came in in the next batch. Or she could have just been around. Like I said, I think she came in the next batch. Uh, of uh, the next like little wave of comics that came through um, I think Hmm. I think yeah yeah. Yeah, I don't think I think she came out like right after us yeah cool everyone, it's Ethan with Combat Radio. You know, one of the projects we're most proud of around here is the two-disc audiobook we produced with Disney legend Bob Gurr. From his years of working with Walt Disney to designing the T-Rex for Jurassic Park to Godzilla 1998, the work this man has done is legendary. He designed elements of the Matterhorn, Monorail, Haunted Mansion, Autopia, and much, much more. Get the two-disc audio book at CD Baby. Just go to CD Baby and enter FAIL FAST. Combat Radio Conversations with Disney legend Bob Gurr, and bang, you're on your way to greatness.
1: Um, Let's see. You did say, I think, that you served in the military. Uh, First of all, thank you for your service. Um, Yeah second of no all it says so you said you joined in 2001
0: i did uh i was in the military when 911 happened
1: okay that was my next
0: question was it before or after 911 <laughs> yeah i was in basic training when 911 happened holy geronimo yeah it was pretty intense uh, i had gotten in trouble earlier that day so uh <laughs> me and another guy were marching back to uh where we were supposed to be which was uh, we were in week three and since we were in week three they had went to go get all the uniforms, uh with their name patches sewn on them and their name tags and then also to get your blue uniforms. And so uh our group our squadron had already gone and me and this guy were walking to go catch up with or marching to go catch up with them and as we did, uh some TIs, uh walked by us and we were like, Man, some idiot Flew an airplane into the World Trade Center. How did he not see it? Yeah. Yeah. And it, so, like, we're like, what the hell? Like, as we're marching there. And uh, we get there, and because we were late, because we had gotten in trouble, we had to go sit in the back uh, in the spot where they were sewing the name tapes and stuff. And there was a very small TV up, and we were watching the TV, and we saw the footage of the second plane uh, hit hit the building. Oh boy. Yeah. And we were, <laughs> we were the only people, uh, who were paying attention and everybody else in our squadron wasn't even anywhere near the TV. So they had no idea what was going on. And then, uh, about 20 minutes later, she hit the fan and everybody went crazy. And like, we could see because we knew what was going on because we saw it. and we We're like, man, that's weird. And then we thought it was like a movie. Um and then our T I came in and gathered us all around and explained what happened and uh and I that was that's my nine eleven story. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. I was uh, I was asleep that day. <laughs> yeah. Not the entire day. I was uh I was uh, I was not at work that day. I actually worked for a Costco for a a couple of years up in Washington because I was living up there. I am a native to this area, this area being Humboldt County, but I did move away for about 15 years and uh, brought a wife back here with me. So, Uh. (laughs) thanks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty. I, don't know, I got a message on my phone that something had gone on, and the next day at work, it was like you know the moment of silence, and everybody was really somber, and you know it was uh, it was pretty. I hadn't seen. I hadn't. I don't really watch TV anymore. I will watch television programs on demand, but I don't really have a TV on. You know, so I yeah. didn't hear. <laughs> Uh, about it by, you know, by seeing it like a lot of people did, including on television, because, you know, I guess after that first plane hit, there was, uh, you know, I'm sure there were cameras that were just trained on the, on it, you know, lots of different cameras yeah. because of news when that other plane hit. So I saw a lot of that on the internet later, and this is a few years before YouTube even. So, like, you had to go to, like, I don't know, I mean, it wasn't Reddit. You had to go to, like, um, yeah. like, uh, I don't know, um apathy.org or something like that. Maybe e-bombs World was a thing. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's not that important. But eventually, I did see it because it was all over, you know, CNN for forever, and rightly so because it was horrific, you know. Yeah, yeah. horrific
0: Horrible. event. Horrific.
1: So let's see here. Um, how are you? How are you? How are you for time? By
0: the way, I'm good, man. I, I'm good on time. I, I don't have anything until. I think eight thirty we'll have to go and set up for the show, so
1: I'll try and get you out of he- here I'm using metaphorical language because we're not actually in a physical place at the moment <laughs> but by, <laughs> but before that uh uh do you uh do you like video games I uh, do what do you do you like video games? I love video games. Cool. I'm a big fan as well. I mean, Laura actually is a a fan of video games, even though she has a video series where she, Laura, my wife, uh, she has a video series where she plays games that she wouldn't normally pick to play herself. And and then occasionally will end up really liking a game. Um, But you know some of that because she incorporated that into her first uh, foray into stand-up a few weeks ago. Yeah, about a month ago. But that's really true, though. I mean, she played Resident Evil Four, and she saw me playing it for years, like, uh, or she would kind of see it happening, but she never really tried it herself <laughs> until until we started doing those videos. But anyway, so yeah, what are your uh, what what stuff do you are you an Xbox, a PS4, a Steam, multi platform uh, household? Uh,
0: I have Game a PS4 and an Xbox One. Nice and. Um, I mostly play my Xbox. I'm an Xbox guy. Yeah, um, settled in on that I'm, myself.
1: Huh? Uh, I'm sorry. I said I've settled in on that myself.
0: Yeah, I love Xbox, man. I love Xbox.
1: What are you currently enjoying at this point in time? Uh, the, if you have time for games,
0: I get lost. I get lost. So I have, I have like right now rotating through three games, and and they're all sports. Mm. <laughs> they're all sports. Oh, actually, no. Two of them are sports, and the other one's Dragon Ball Z. I'm really into fighting stuff, oh. uh, fighting games, but matching stuff. I uh, I just beat Marvel vs. Capcom, Infinite. Um, I uh, but I'm usually I get lost in playing uh, in uh, playing NBA Two K eighteen because like I love playing basketball, mm-hmm. and now especially since I haven't played basketball in a while, I really like play that you get to play your own guy and play your my career and stuff and then uh, I do wrestling too because uh, I'm a huge wrestling fan Um, and I walk around with a gigantic wrestling belt uh, that I call my girlfriend so
1: (laughs) that's cool I I like uh, I like I don't I haven't really played many of the wrestling games but I do enjoy uh, watching wrestling or I have enjoyed watching wrestling I I, I kind of um, started like, my, my era of wrestling was pretty much around the same time that Hulk Hogan's rock and roll wrestling or rock and wrestling cartoon was on, which is right around the time, like, I think it was before or just right around the time that WrestleMania 1 was a thing. So, so we're talking, like... Um, oh, man. Yeah, I know. So, we're talking like Hillbilly Jim and uh, Captain Lou Albano and The Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov and Andre the Giant and Classy Freddie Blassie and... Uh, Jimmy Hart, the animal, Mr. Fuji, oh George the animal steel, yeah, um, Randy yeah. Macho Man Savage with uh, the lovely Elizabeth, love, love. Jake the Snake love Roberts, macho man. hey, rest in peace Macho Man. Yeah, my co-host uh, Hunter uh, on anti-social show apparently was a fan of Macho Man as well because he does an impression of him. That's pretty funny. So um, yeah, yeah, oh, I'm happy to see that. Well, you'd hear it probably on one of the shows. I can't remember which one though. I'm sorry. So. People who <laughs> people are curious for that. I um, <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead.
0: My uh, my grand. So I found these pictures my grandma has. Oh, and it's uh, and it was she took or great grandmother, I'm sorry, took us to go see some kind of wrestling match uh, when I was very very small. And uh, I have pictures of Hulk Hogan in a ring uh, ripping the shirt off. I have a picture of Iron or uh, yeah, I think the Iron Sheik's in one of them uh George Animal still as he's biting the turnbuckle. Oh nice. And ripping it to shreds. Oh yeah. And like I it was I stumbled on these and was like, man, I can't believe that I found these. Like and I can't believe uh, cause I think it was it a little bit after I like uh it wasn't until I was like maybe like five I just jumped out of wrestling really hard and never went back for a long, long time. And these pictures were obviously from a time when, you know, I was super into it, I guess, with my grandmother and that, you know, our great-grandmother. And uh, mm-hmm. and now I am the only person who's still into wrestling, it feels like, <laughs> hmm. of the group of friends that I have back home. Uh, I I only got back into wrestling because in high school it was the Attitude Era. Oh. Stone Cold and The Rock were just walking around yelling and, and screaming all the time and I got tired of people asking me what my name was and me going, why are you asking me what my name is? And going, it doesn't matter what your name is until I like oh. until I was like, I have to see what everybody's talking about and now I'm the only one who's stressed I, uh, that's funny. I
1: remember. Uh, I, I, it took me a second to get the reference, but I, yeah, it's like, uh, what's the something? It doesn't matter what the. Yeah, like, I actually heard. Yeah. I, I think I've heard somebody reference that, but it hasn't been. It's been a while since I heard somebody reference that. So that's cool yeah. that you know that because that's like. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, he used to do that, didn't he? he that was his. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, can you smell what the I can't do isn't? Yeah, I can't really. Yeah. So, I don't know, I find the, my impression of The Rock is somewhere between, uh, The Rock and I think there's a little bit of, uh, maybe a little Liam Neeson from, you know, Taken or something. (laughs) It's kind of,
0: (laughs) I've got a particular set of skills.
1: No, that sort of sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that was a great movie too, by the way. Oh, Taken? I think the second one was, was shit, but the first one was good. Yeah, I
1: think they made three of those things, didn't they? As Deadpool yeah. now, whatever the last one was was the worst. I didn't see. Yeah, Things I did. I liked the first worse. one a lot. I thought that was a pretty, uh, yeah, pretty well made film. Also, I didn't know Liam Neeson could, could could kick ass until I saw that. I mean, I knew he was formidable. <laughs> like I'd seen. Um, maybe I hadn't seen Rob Roy yet, but I mean, like I knew he was. You know, he was. He could probably handle himself. I think I've probably seen him fight in Kroll years ago. Um, uh,
0: yeah. But like, yeah, I didn't watched, know. Huh? I didn't know he was that badass. No, it was pretty... It was I did, and that shit caught me completely <laughs> off. I remember being like, him? And then just being like, oh, man, uh, I would never mess with Liam Neeson. That was crazy.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. He's. Uh, yeah. And I love his, his, uh, his uh, voice in the, uh, or his couple of voices in um, the Lego movie, the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: good. yeah. They oh. came out with another one?
1: Um, well, there's, well, there's, yeah, there's a Lego too. It's a, a movie that's coming out. Uh, it, they, I, I, like they just redid the Lego Batman film, but that's not the one that uh, I think. Uh, there's another one. I don't know if it's called the Lego Movie 2 or not, but I believe, I think Rob Schraub is directing it. Um, are you familiar with that name? No, I don't think I know, recognize the name. That's fine. Um, he's a, he's a, uh, he's a friend of, he's also a director and a writer of, uh, Dan Harmon, he's a friend of Dan Harmon's, a guy who created this oh, sort of community yeah, yeah, and Rick yeah. and Morty and that stuff. Yeah, he's he's sort of in that circle of uh, of people. And, uh, yeah, So I heard him talking about, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, that's the thing. I not only have one, and <laughs> but I listen to lots of podcasts. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. I'm a big fan of comedy in general, so it's just sort of like, a, and that goes way back, like, like very young age, you know, hearing laughter and being attracted yeah. to hearing people laugh, basically, or trying to make people laugh. Um, but, sorry, um, but so, yeah, um, okay. Harmontown is the one that Dan Harmon does with uh, comedian named yeah. Jeff Davis. Uh, and Jeff Davis was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? and also the uh, Drew Carey Green Screen Show, which I think is great because, you know, it's improv. And, you know, So, are, yeah. you, are you familiar with Dan Harmon's uh, <laughs> freestyle rapping that he does? I am not so his freestyle it could be very fun hearing him do that. Like, cause he tries, he really tries. And, uh, like he started freestyle rapping on stage very early in the run of the Harmontown podcast. Um, there's actually like, he started falling into a pattern of like, um, like, uh, this is something that I, I there's a rapper named open Mike Eagle, uh, that I'm a fan of also who, uh, he, 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 and Dan were on a podcast talking about rapping and, uh, Dan mentioned, you know, I always try to like. I, I can't think of what else to say. I'll always go to I fuck your mama, with something something. <laughs> it'll, like it'll be like you know, uh, something like a rabbit in a hutch. I um, fuck your mama till she needs a crutch. Like he can't, like he you know he has to. <laughs> has to always default back to I fuck your mama when he can't think of anything else to say. So there's a lot of mama fucking in these songs, uh, but, or in these freestyle yeah. songs. But he's been trying not to do it, which is even funnier since Open opened like Eagle pointed out, And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, when I first started rapping, it was something that, you know, I'd have it, what, what I would call um, a crutch, you know, something I could yeah. go back to all the time. And then, and then Dan was like, oh, that's interesting, I guess. Uh, so, like, for the next few weeks of the podcast, you know, he'd start doing a rap, and he'd be like... You know, and be doing fine. Something this, that, pepper, salt, something, something. Not your fault, you know. And then he'd, <laughs> and then he'd be like, I, I, "I fuck your mama. Wait, no, I didn't. And then he'd start again. <laughs> but the music would keep going, so you'd hear him, and, and, it, and then so he'd he desperately try to do it, keep going, and then suddenly he'd go like, "I fuck your mom with," damn it, and he would kind of go off mic, and the music would continue. But you know, it's his trying is as entertaining yeah. as you know anything else. So it's it's not like you know. It's not like people are going to be like, you know, screw this noise, I'm out of here. I'm going I'm to go check it out now. Yeah, it's a great podcast. It's a great show. Um, so, hey, what is Petty Since 83? Hashtag Petty Since
0: 83. That's going to that's be the name of my, uh, my comedy album. Yeah. I'm supposed to be recording a comedy album, uh, hopefully in May. It's going to be uh, working on the flyers and stuff. Uh, it'll probably be around... Uh, May, May, June, something like that and uh, the name of the album is going to be called Petty Since 83 and uh, it wasn't until recently that my friends decided that I was a petty person and I have been in denial of this this entire time I was like, I'm not petty I just don't let you guys get away with shit because somebody has to put you in place. And they're like, no, man, this is petty. And it's, I, because, like, I'll remember stuff from long, long ago that people forgot. And and when I bring it up, they'll be like, why do you still know that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, because I'm going to get you back. And they're like, that was years ago. Let it go. And it's usually something, like, small, like, I have one of my best friends from. Uh, he lives in Rivers. Or actually, I think he's in Arizona now. And uh, every now and then, I'll just send him a message and be like, "Yo, you remember that time you drank my Snapple out the refrigerator when we was at work?" <laughs> and he'll be like, "Was like you like yeah?" I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't forget. Like, I still didn't forget." It's like, it's crazy because like, they'll think that I forgot these things. And, like, uh, and it got to the point where they were just like, you're just super petty. Like, you're super petty. Like, let it go. You're super petty. And I'm like, nah, I got to give revenge. Why you got to go so far? Like, you know, like, and, that's, and I'm like, you shouldn't mess with me. Like, just don't mess with me. You know if you mess with me, I'm going to take it to the next level. Don't mess with me. And I'm like, why can't you just, why are you so petty? And I'm like, I must have just been, so I finally just gave in and said, Fuck it, I'm petty. I've been petty my whole life then, I guess. I've been petty since I was born. Ah,
1: so you're born in 83. And that's
0: where it came from. I've been petty since
1: 83. Interesting. So, 1983. So, I was born in 1974. Ah, uh, so, uh, so you're not that much older than me. No, no, I'm almost... I'm 10 years and, and change. Uh, yeah. A couple months. Like, like I'm going to be 44. So, you're, you've already turned 34, have you not? Yep, yeah, turned I turned 34 in December. That's right, I wished you a happy birthday back then. Yeah, that's when my, um, that's when my, December is actually my, uh, my wedding anniversary. I got married in December. Oh. Yeah, on, on the. In th- early December? Uh, the 16th of December, actually.
0: Man, that's great. My birthday's on the 8th. Nice. My sister's, it, my sister's birthday is on the 23rd. Cool.
1: And my wife's birthday is on the 4th of January, which is pretty close, close to uh, clustered around where we got married and also Christmas. And then my birthday is at the ass end of February or February, as it's spelled
0: February, <laughs> February, February, February,
1: February,
0: February. Anyway, I um, um, have a party.
1: Did we have a party? Oh, uh, yeah, it was OK.
0: No, I mean, are you gonna have a? Are you gonna have a party oh, for your birthday? Oh, for my birthday? Oh,
1: I don't know. Um, probably not. I'm probably just spend time with my folks or something, and my wife. Uh, maybe, maybe right, just
0: like hey, dinner. Tyson, so. hmm. Tyson. It was a look. Look, we'll just keep this between me and you. Okay. Just say your address right now on the podcast, <laughs> and and just just go and just just a hypothetical time, just a hypothetical time, and then everybody who's listening could hypothetically show up on your birthday uh, at, like, at 8 and just party at your house. As soon as you throw that address out.
1: Right, right. Everybody,
0: we're all, nobody's going to share. We're just going to keep it to ourselves. We're not going to tell anybody about the massive party we're going to have at your house. So just go ahead and and just say your address as soon as you're ready. Go ahead. Okay.
1: So, yeah, folks, come on, come on out to... Hop, 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 hop. You're going to have a great time. Just make sure you take... Hop, hop, or drive and... Uh, and uh, take a left at the... Hop, hop, and then uh, go on down the hill. And uh, we're number... Hop, hop, and we're going to have a great time. There ain't no party like a Rev T party.
0: Because <laughs> the Rev T party don't stop. That's
1: right. Until it does. Um... So Petty Sense eighty three, cool. All right. Hashtag PettySense eighty mm-hmm. Hashtag. Yeah,
0: hashtag. I'm gonna put it on some shirts and stuff too. I'm gonna to sell it. I wanna sell it. Uh, like, you know, as some merch. I have Jeff working on a poster right now, like an original poster. We're gonna to try to uh, auction off at the show. Nice. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be it's gonna be really, I'm really excited. Really, really excited.
1: Will you be doing uh, an episode four of Just Joshin' anytime soon?
0: I, okay, so yes. Yes, I will. Um, <laughs> is it only? It, I already have it recorded, which is the crazy part. Oh, nice. Uh, it's already recorded. It's just, I, I hit one snag Uh-oh. on a bad day and just said, nope, I'm done. And, just, and never went back. And that was that was what happened. It was one of those days I was having a bad day, and I was like, I can't even upload this. Forget it. I'm done. And I just, I, just, and I never went back to doing it. But uh, just, I'm actually going to be uh, picking back up at doing Just Joshin again again uh, as a weekly thing through the Savage Henry Podcast. So, um, oh, wow. I'm going to be, yeah, so I'll be back. I'll be back to doing that, which I would love to have you on, by the way. Oh, thank uh, you. Me. You and your wife. You guys can both come. Or oh, you can just come by yourself if you want, you know, whatever you want to do. On Just Johnson? You guys can both come. You can come. You can bring a couple friends, and we can record a uh, Just Joshin' uh, like uh, maybe within the next month or so. It would be great.
1: Oh, that would be amazing. Thank you. That would be <laughs> great to be able to, uh, I'm sure Laura would... Uh, be down for that Well, I have to get some more information from you on that so when i uh, mention it to her i can oh, yeah. give her specifics if i need to which i'm sure you know i should be able to give her specifics it's not too much to ask for <laughs> so let's see we're coming up on uh, it's 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 less than 10 minutes from an hour um it's eight o'clock now in my time so i imagine yeah uh, that the show at the jam starts at what now nine nine thirty
0: uh, yeah, it starts at 9. Um, we, uh, that one's at 9. We're going to have sign-ups at 8.45. We're going to try to run only until 11. Some nights we have a million comics, and some nights we only have uh, half a million. So Yeah, you can catch. I'm, I'm at the Sunday, uh, just about every Sunday at Northtown Coffee in Arcata, running that mic from 5 to 7. Uh, I'll be there, and then on Tuesdays, I am at The Jam, uh, either hosting or performing uh, at that Mic, uh, and that's Tuesday at 9, and usually around until about 11, 11.30. And then on Wednesdays, uh, I mean, Eureka at Fatsy Klein, I rotate hosting that show with Nando, Molina, and Jessica Grant. Other than that, uh, you can probably catch me every third Friday at the Palm performing uh, if you don't, and uh, possibly on the first Friday uh, of the month at the Palm. So first and third Fridays, definitely the third Friday. Uh, I'll be at the Palm usually performing if I'm in town. If you're looking to contact me for booking information as far as booking me for a show, uh, you can actually you can find me on Facebook. Just type in Josh Barnes, and there'll be a i to be a devilishly handsome uh, black male, chubby, uh, probably holding a microphone. Uh, and you can contact me on there, or you can contact me through email. Uh, my booking email is uh, mentalthebeast at gmail dot com. Uh, that's all one word. Uh, it's all spelled properly. It's mental the beast. Uh, please don't abuse us.
1: Right. So uh, this has been fun. I appreciate uh, you you're doing this. Uh, anything you'd like to say or get uh, off of your um, chest before we call yes, yes, okay. yes. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 I would like to uh, say to anybody listening please support local comedy. There is a bunch of young and very, very good comics grinding really hard out here to be good. And. We want to reach out to all of Hummel County, and we want people to know that this is, a, this, is like, this is a scene. We have stuff going on here. Come check out these shows. Come see these very talented individuals. Get out there and tickle your funny bone. These guys are great, and they're out here working so hard. We're all working so hard. I'm so proud of these guys, and I just want us, I want people to come out and see how good we really are. So come support local comedy. Here, here. Uh, look for yeah, look for Savage Henry, uh, in coordination with the Mag. There's awesome comedy, and look for Open Mikey, which is also associated with comedy too. And you, you'll start to see more flyers up. Come check out these shows. Come see these dudes before they blow up, because there's some heavy hitters out here.
1: Well, that about does it. For The Antisocial Show, I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each
0: other. Absolutely.
1: Have a good time, folks.